On this week's episode of Bungalower and the Bus, we're hanging out at Deadwards Brewing on Orange Blossom Trail. And man, I think it's the prettiest brewery in town. And the beers are real good, too. And they got a pizza oven. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. This is neither Bungalower nor the Bus. This is Scotty Campbell sitting in for John Busdecker, and with me is... I'm here to tell you it's more likely you'll get bit by a person in New York than a shark in the ocean, Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. And it's not just the two of us. No, we're hanging out with our friend Mike Donahue. Hugh or who? Either way. Who is our new strategic... (laughs) Uh, partnerships director over at Bungalower Media. Hey everyone, Mike, are you loving it? I am. You got a big pretzel I, in your mouth. Sorry, this is like terrible. You just took a bite of pretzel because he was nervous. He's a nervous eater. That's the first thing you need to know about Mike. He's a nervous eater. Uh, Scotty, thanks for filling in for John. He's over in South Carolina with our with his wife. Uh, you know. Straight people do that. They go yeah, on trips hang out together. with their wives. Yeah, apparently all sure. the time because he's. I I should count how many times he's been out of town this year because it's not fair. Right. Well, <laughs> I guess you know working for uh, the sheriff's department pays off. I don't know. Oh, real jobs do that. <laughs> Tonight we're hanging out at Dead Words Brewing, which is not what I expected at all. I how, wanted, how so? I don't know. So it's it opened. They renovated. Al's Army Surplus here on Orange Blossom Trail. I think it was like Army Navy Surplus was the official title. Okay. Well, sorry. Okay, fact-checking me. First thing you get. (laughs) (laughs) They, uh, and it's, you would never know. This is probably, I'm going to say this is definitely the prettiest brewery in town. I can't think of a prettier brewery oh boy. what's a what's a better looking brewery than you're, this right now you're drawing a line in the sand though mike, I, don't, mike, I think you need to be a little more mike unbiased mike you're the strategic partnership guy no i, I it's it's an amazing place it's just a really big claim it but i it is though can you think of no it? no no it's very it's very uh it's kind it of like the very gideon's bakehouse vibes of like this <laughs> apothecary there's like weird things on the wall and that's because it was named um the name Dead Words. It comes. It's a nod to this four thousand year old beer recipe, and it's called the Hymn to Ninkasi, and it's actually a song that was just passed out oral tradition, uh, and before being written down. And it's actually a recipe on how to make beer. Uh, and Ninkasi is the Sumerian goddess of beer. So this whole thing has got like this, uh, like old world meets new world kind of a, a vibe in here and i'm really digging it like i want to be like a new world witch in here casting spells <laughs> could, could you sing a little bit of the song for us <laughs> how does it go <laughs> i don't know i don't i don't know give me a bouncy seat <laughs> <laughs> there's some really interesting uh like heavy metal takes on it on youtube Hinton and cassie if you just want to okay. google that up yourself all right uh, yeah I, I like it the beers are interesting they have beer uh pizza here like a, a wood-fired pizza oven pizza is very good i had the abomination which is a uh cuban sandwich style pizza and uh i love cuban sandwiches a little uh, bit of a do? snob to Aficionado, be honest with you. and uh and it's delicious i mean right right away the aroma of it when it was put down i was like it's on so yeah it's it's good stuff and i mine was called the 
I already forgot what it was called. Like reincarnation or something. What's it called? The upper right corner there, Mike. So can you say it in the mic there? Resurrection. Resurrection. So it's a Roman-style, old-world Roman-style pizza. They use spelt flour. There's some honey on there and some cheese. Very simple, but it smelt it- like... Uh, movie theater popcorn. You're you're saying smelt flour? It. No, spelt. Like spelt. Oh, I no, was no. like smelt flour, no. like it was fish flour <laughs> no, or something. Not, you're still and, getting it wrong. It's not svelte. Spelt. S p e l t. It's a like a grain. Okay. Old world grain. I feel like you're just making up words now. No. <laughs> I would never. Hey. Uh, it, it, and wait, 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 wait. What, Mike? What did you have? Oh, I had the pretzel. As is tradition when I go to a brewery. I, that's what you, isn't that what you had at Gnarly it's Barley, too, yeah, is a always. soft pretzel? Yeah, just giant pretzels. It's a giant no, pretzel. It's, it's, uh, it's like an uh, Auntie Anne's kind of pretzel, which is my favorite. A giant soft pretzel. That's why I go to Fashion Square Mall, and normally it's just <laughs> to get Auntie Anne's pizza, so, or Auntie Anne's pretzels. So, yeah, it's great. <laughs> and the, the beer's been awesome so far. I, it's really, I like it. They're, they have, what does she call it? I already forgot what it was called. Not an abattoir. That's where you kill animals what it's um if you when you walk by you'll see a video we're gonna put on social there's it looks like a giant ceramic flower pot but it's over in their brew section and it it's for making ancient types of beers and it's kind of like they have it showcased everything in here is very editorial and so there's this weird like cork archway and through the archway you see this giant urn ceramic urn where they're going to be making some old world beers i'm into it i'm i'm a convert i i wasn't sure what if i would like it beforehand but i'm totally into it and i can't wait to come back yeah that's going to be uh they call them resurrection beers right yeah yeah so there's a when you look at the menu right now amphora 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 is the name of the urn or the yeah okay the name of the urn. so right, if you look at the menu right now under resurrection it just says arriving soon Ooh. so I kind of I like the anticipation too I on top that of everything like meads and stuff too like just old school weird what things. did we where were we that the person said nobody likes mead and I was like I I kind of like to I like to I like kind of like to drink <laughs> like, a mead the Renaissance fair uh, uh, no it was um I can't remember where it was Doesn't all right matter. well move on how was your week how was your week. Uh, my week was great. It was Christmas. short. So, <laughs> with, my, with my the, mom was in town, so that kind of ate up her whole weekend. Well, yeah, um, which was nice. She came down from Canada and then uh, spent a lot of time trying to get back. <laughs> Mike, when you in Canada now, before you come back, you have to have you have to prove that you don't have COVID. Mm-hmm. So you have to get a a PCR test. And when she had originally arranged to come down. There were no lines to get tested. Like, nobody cared. It was super easy to just line that up. Uh, not the case anymore. Right. So, Mom was here. We tried to do it Sunday. We, and I just was like, well, let's get a reservation just in case. So, we did a reservation for the, the county spot over at Barnett Park. Mm-hmm. And we rolled up. And the line, no joke, went almost all the way down to, like, OBT. I saw the... The one that they opened this morning, uh-huh. um, it, with people lined up three hours before it even opened, or yeah. something like that, which is because and these those same people have been trying to do that every day right. because it's free, right? Yeah. And otherwise, you're going to be dropping about two hundred bucks, one hundred eighty right. bucks, two hundred bucks to try to get these at a paid for spot. But little did I know, a lot of those spots are still sending their tests to the same central location, so you won't you won't get your results any faster, right. even though you've paid. 
you just at least have your tests. So in some people, like we were told, man, at one point, because we went to the airport and the airport was like an apocalypse. It was like a zombie apocalypse movie, thousands of people. And that was also because tons of uh, flights were canceled. 2,000 flights were canceled across the country. And then 50 were canceled specifically in Orlando. The parking garage was completely free. Like we lucked out and got a parking spot. But when we walked in, it was insane to see that many people just stranded. And then let alone the lineup for the the COVID test. Right. And they were completely understaffed. There's nobody telling you what to do, how like where you are in line. And eventually this nurse came out just like under attack. You know, yelling, getting yelled at in foreign languages um, about people not like who had just planned to just roll up, get this test at the airport, and then fly home right. because you have to prove it. Yeah. And they couldn't get any more tests; they were out of tests, yeah. out of tests. You're you're up a crick, man. That's basically <laughs> what they were saying. You're up a crick. Yeah. What are you going to do, pitter patter? You know, but it was nice to see her. <laughs> it was. It was just crazy. I, up until that point. Um, like I know we're in a pandemic, but it didn't feel like we were in a pandemic until I was like faced with that reality of people trying to leave. And then I was also like, well, of course, like you can't get mad that you're being inconvenienced in a pandemic because what do you expect? Yeah, I mean, you can't tell people they can't get mad either, though, because that just makes it so much worse when they get to. Well, they should know. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry you're inconvenienced, but this is a global thing that's happening right now. Yeah, we lucked out. My mom came down for uh, Christmas and she brought like six or seven tests with her. She drove down. Um, So we've been amply stocked with uh, tests at the house. Uh But like my Facebook feed since christmas eve the 23rd maybe has been just does anyone know where to get a test please i need help trying to get on a flight or we just want to make sure we're safe is there a test anywhere that kind of thing because i think everywhere is sold out too if you're like getting the over over the counter ones yeah all the over the counter ones just to do at home and those are just rapid tests you know like if you if you're trying to enter a foreign country you need a pcr and and you can't go you have to do that with a professional right yeah just crazy but she made it back uh flip on this she did make it back and then she <laughs> her flight was delayed in Detroit. It, it, it continues, it continues. this then, has nothing to do with the pandemic <laughs> no and then she lived you know we're in canada so she she got home by 3 a.m she was supposed to be home at midnight um and then she would <laughs> and the driveway was icy so she fell slipped and fell all by herself 3 a.m in the morning wilderness you know and she said she just laid there in the on the ice in the driveway <laughs> like a turtle so, you know like a turtle <laughs> trying to do a mental <laughs> try to do a mental survey you know is anything yeah. broken i've done that before getting home at 3 a.m and like falling in my driveway oh my god i deserve this i think she without did, ice she definitely without bruised ice. her rib. i hope she's okay sorry mom if you're listening i hope you're good uh and then Merry uh, christmas carolyn but the best part of the weekend i think was watching encanto did you see that movie yet encanto in- oh no no the disney one yeah it's no really good. no they made a rapist, and so I was like, I could do that. So I made a rapist, too. And now it's a, it's, got, it's a new part of our and repertoire. And they were tasty, yeah. <coughs> Thank you. I worked really hard. <laughs> we're going to be eating them a lot. Oh, I need another sip of my beer. Hold, hold, hold the fort. All right. <coughs> you got to say something. Don't just say all right. You got to keep are talking. We, are we going to talk about local news next? I'm curious. We are. We are. We are. Let's I mean, talk. not that COVID isn't local because it's everywhere, but I mean. Well, 
some other updates. We're not done. I want to keep talking about cool things. We always, the segment in the beginning is we talk about cool things. Cool things? That we've encountered, you know, or things that happened <laughs> in the week. <laughs> we were talking about the pandemic. So That's a cool thing when that happened was cool? the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> I did, if you want, I was included in Orlando Weekly's Notable People I know. Roundup. Or no, uh, notable Orlandoans? Nice. How did they phrase it? Uh, I don't know. Updates uh. from Notable Orlando. Which I was like, <laughs> I don't know who half these people are. Uh, Mike, were so, you listed in that? I was not listed in it. <laughs> you are, I, uh, you I, are by association. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Three degrees of, of being an important person. I saw, Scott, you got to get awkwardly close to sorry, his chin. I'll hold it. I'll hold right. it. Um, I saw you were on there. I saw Ricky Lee was on there. He was, um, as always. Yeah. yeah, he's a good one. I noticed he took it upon himself to praise first responders, and oh. you did not. No, because I want to talk about like the hard-hitting stuff. Sure. Yeah, I didn't want, and then other people were like, "What did the like?" Other people made it very personal. Yeah, like the mayor was like, "Oh, I got married." Yeah, and Hani yeah. was like, "We did this this year," and yeah, we did for that. for the city for the downtown arts yeah. district. And I love Hani, but I was like, nobody cares what the downtown arts district did. I thought we were talking about like news, because then I was like, Parliament House, and uh, uh, I don't know what else did I talk <laughs> about. Someone else cool. Who cares <laughs> anyway? But then there was that other guy, Nadim Khan, who's apparently a comedian in town. I, 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 I never heard of him no. before. I guess he hosts like comedy nights or something. Okay. Or bingo. And he and his number one. I like the VFW or like a seniors hall or like. I don't know. Okay. Maybe. I would feel, I would probably know who he was then. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Spent a lot of time at the VFW. <laughs> yeah. Paying my way through university. You know, <laughs> uh, he said he admitted to putting in a kkk brick in colonial town did you hear what that was before no apparently commissioner patty she and her neighbor uncovered this this brick in the street that had kkk carved in it like a month ago okay or within a month and then they took it out and they donated it to the history center and you know to try and figure out if it was like robert e lee who carved kkk in it or something yeah Yeah. vikings like what happened yeah sure (laughs) and and this guy said it was him and it, that was his number one bullet point in the notable Orlando Roundup and Orlando Weekly was uh, it wasn't it wasn't KKK members it was me and I and I did it as a joke and it actually means con 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 and I was gonna not tell anyone and it's like what are you talking about I told yeah. Patty Sheen and she said he's a liar it's it's definitely KKK activity <laughs> and I'm like that guy just admitted it yeah so I don't know what you're talking about. And it's in the weekly. It's a weird thing to take the rap for if you're not responsible for it. If you're not responsible for it. Like, I I, I don't know. Anyway. It's like the end of the worst Scooby-Doo episode ever. (laughs) (laughs) They take the mask off and it's a local stand-up comedian. (laughs) It is. And then I went to uh, a Russian place, a new Russian store. These guys took over an old one. This, this, what's his name? David. Um, And he is Russian. He's Russian-Jewish. That's why his name's David. And so they came, they took it over, they spruced it up, expanded it, and they have a diner on site. It's over on Semeron by the Boys and Girls Club resale shop, and it's full of pickles, pickles and beer. So if you like pickles and beer of the Russian persuasion, (laughs) go Google up Lakomka. I did a little video. You can see it on our Instagram. Amazing. Go check that out. Anyway, news. You guys ready? Let's do it. Okay. There are new CDC rules concerning uh, isolation, self-isolation. You no longer have to be in quarantine for 14 days. 
They're saying isolation has been shortened to a five-day re-entrance phase if your symptoms are gone or almost gone. Right. Right? So, And they're just leaving it up to you. So five days, if you feel good, you can leave your house again. <laughs> but I'm going to ask, if you think you're still sick, stay the cuss home. Right. You know? Just stay home another day. I know I know it gets a little iffy. It's yeah. hard. No, it doesn't. Yeah. It, I mean, it's just, I would argue common courtesy, even if it's yeah. not COVID, if you're showing symptoms of having the flu or a cold, maybe With don't anything. go to that holiday gathering. Yeah. If you feel a little sick, if there's anything we take away from this, right. if you feel a little under the weather, don't come shake my hand and get in my face, Mary. Okay. Just <laughs> stay, stay the cuss home. I don't want to, Scott, you got something to say? Who's Mary? <laughs> uh, it's it's the people. <laughs> I'm assuming it's some rich soccer mom who yeah, that sounds drives right. a Subaru. Yeah. I don't know. Shaking everyone's hand <laughs> after coughing into it. Just doing whatever she wants. Uh, mad cow. Staying in place, apparently, according to the Orlando Sentinel, if, if you believe them. <laughs> The uh, Mad Cow Theater downtown on Church Street has been in the news for the last, I want to say, last couple of years for being in trouble for not paying their artists, being unable to pay staff members for productions. They, they get a lot of heat. And then apparently it was fixed. And then all of a sudden the city sent them like a termination of lease letter saying you owe over $100,000 as part of your agreement with us. For uh, what do they call it? Like for the common area, like maintenance fees for yeah. it's like air conditioning fees right. for the lobby that they share with Fifty Five West, basically. And there was like a security guard or something yeah, that they were responsible for, right? Because on Fifty Five West, there's this one security guard that kind of circulates through the courtyard and walks through those properties. So that's like part of it. Someone's right. looking after you. It's almost <laughs> like a mob, right? You got yeah. like a retainer <laughs> fee. And they said, "Oh, we didn't know I had to pay that. We were told we didn't have to pay it." baloney right because otherwise the city would just kick you out so they sent a termination of lease at the end of october they said if you don't pay us by the end of october you're out it was november they said okay you're out Mm -hmm. and they locked the doors but they're still there and they and they finished out a production through the holidays and then and according to matt palm's article in orlando sentinel they're going to be there through may of next year before they actually move out. So, like, Mindy Maxwell. What's her name? Mindy? Mixie? Mitzi Maxwell, Mitzi yeah. Ma- another. She's the general manager, right? That's a Harry Potter name if I've ever heard one. She, she's a Jedi. She's a Jedi. She used a Jedi mind trick on the city. Or she knows someone slept with someone. Something's up. Because, like, anyone else who gets a termination of lease, like, how do you talk your way out of that? And just say, oh no, we, we're well, going to continue on. Out, they're not talking their way out of it. They it is extended. I mean, they're they're not planning to be there past May. They're looking for a new home. But they were literally. I saw the letter. We shared the letter on bungalow.com. Scotty, the letter says, "You're out. You can't take anything. You right. can't take your paperwork. You can't take your magic eight ball on your desk. Like you're out of here." Mm-hmm. So from that to, oh, we'll give you to May. Yeah. But then what? And, and Matt Palm didn't say anything about the fees between now and then. Are they expected to continue to pay those fees for this extended 
right? But where are you placing the blame? You're, you're. I mean, I'm just confused by everyone. It, sa- it sounds like the city's it a bit like, of a pushover. First of right? all, why did it take five years for the city to kick in and say, "Oh, you owe us money"? Right. Right. Yeah. And that's crazy to me. Yeah. And then, well, I guess it all goes, Scotty. If you're really asking me why I'm mad about it, yeah, tell me why you're mad. I, I'm mad because I don't understand what the real estate division in the city how do you get how do you get a free venue from the city and nobody can tell me how and i right, talked about this on multiple there shows. aren't specific standards and it's not it's not fair across the board and and how do they decide who those who those it's tenants are subjective and, of what yeah. it sounds like yeah and then mad cow at the point when they put mad cow in there there were no theaters downtown right we didn't have dr phillips why do we need a theater other than dr phillips now the dr phillips is super expensive. It's incentivized by the city to be there. It's a it's run as a city venue. What do we benefit by having Mad Cow on Church Street right now? Well, you you did have a theater downtown. You had Bob Carr. Um, oh, true. So I mean, it, and it was it was the same thing as Doctor Phillips, whether they like it or not. It's a much prettier venue, but the same same sort of stuff was coming through it. Um, but I but I get it. But I also think it's a valuable asset to downtown, and I, I would love to see it actually work. But apparently, they aren't able to make it work. Able, but they're able to convince people to give them another shot time I, and time again. I think you could go. You could do an entire show about how the city looks the other way to to just make things work. Quite often, I, I think that's this is just one example. Well, hold on to that. I just burped in the, into the radio. Let's let's take a break. We'll come on back after we've had some more. Amazing beer here at Dead Words Brewing on Orange Blossom Trail. It's time for your weekly Enzian update. Enzian in Central Florida is only full-time alternative cinema and home to the Eden Bar and the Florida Film Festival, which is taking place April 8th through the 17th in 2022. Upcoming films include uncomfortable brunches screening of the award-winning The Piano Teacher, which tells the story of a piano teacher, Erica Kohut, I don't know how to say her name, and her penchant for watching porn and what happens when one of her students tries to seduce her. It's not funny. The 2021 Sundance Film Festival short film tour comes to town on Monday with a 92-minute selection of seven short films from the famous film festival. Also playing is The Tragedy of Macbeth, starring Francis McDermott and Denzel Washington on January 7th, and Tetsuo the Iron Man, which features a story of humankind's ongoing battle with technology centered on a man who mutates into a walking man machine that terrorizes everyone around him. It's a techno-erotic body horror flick that's sure to give you the vapors. Go to NZN.org today to check out their awesome lineup. Blah, blah, blah. Movies. Welcome back to Bungalower in the Bus. I'm Mike, the Strategic Partnership Director here at Bungalower, and... I've got a problem that only teenage investigators can solve. Brendan O'Connor from (laughs) Bungalower.com. And Scotty's here, too. Hey, everybody. Uh, What were we talking about before? We're hanging out here at Dead Words Brewing on Orange Blossom Trail, the newest brewery in town. 
Oh, you got something to say. Yeah, I just want to look. Could we take a moment to talk about uh, this is part of what I think is like an Orange Blossom Trail renaissance because Ooh. there's all kinds of cool stuff happening down here. We, we know about uh, where Parliament House formerly was. There are going to be apartments and retail, et cetera, being developed there right next to Rock Lake, which is what's always a cool little neighborhood. There's some beautiful homes for sale. We actually did a house of the day uh, in the Rock Lake neighborhood, and it's like a five-bedroom apartment, five-bedroom home for like 350 grand. That's crazy. And well, Rock Lake is beautiful. Well located, and, and uh, I mean, you can actually walk to the Wawa. From, from that neighborhood. Can so. you say that five times fast? Walk to the Wawa. Walk to the Wawa. <laughs> walk to the Wawa. I'm a theater major. I can do this all day. Uh, I agree. You know, with that happening just across the street, I hope Cowboys doesn't go anywhere. Do you remember Cowboys? Scotty? I do remember Cowboys. Do you remember Cowboys? Because right, the, <laughs> the last time I was the last picked you up from Cowboys. Cowboys. Yes. My... I was with all the kids from Disney. Yeah, had a drunk bus. Fellow Canadians, there. right? And there was a boy that I had a crush on, even though we were dating. I still had a crush on this boy, Matt. Yeah, Matt. We will. We both have drunk. a crush on Matt, yep, so that's got, okay. I had to carry. He passed out. I had to carry him onto the bus. Yeah, because I loved him so much. I hope somebody caught it on video. And then I tried to uh, walk home. Yeah, I I came to get you, <laughs> and you said, "No, I'm okay. I'm just going to walk down Robinson." And I'll <laughs> but it wasn't Robinson. I was Robinson. I was walking down OBT. I was walking south on OBT, fully thinking I was on Robinson. And you pulled up in your was it your car or my van at that? It point? had to be the van at that point. And, yeah, and we had this old. I was mad at you. Yeah, I was mad at you for ruining my day. Yeah, <laughs> I was feeling myself, you know. And then I got in, and I was like, "Oh, I was going the wrong way." I think you got Burger King. <laughs> you were, you were. Like, okay, you were You'd had a you know good night of line dancing, and so anyway, that's the fun you can have on OBT. But I, I just think that there are, uh, you know, there, our perception of OBT is going to be changing in the coming years. But hopefully, that part never goes away. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Being drunk on OBT. Yes. Uh, well, actually, talking to bars and getting drunk, there's a down, downtown bars, a group of downtown bars, a coalition, a triumvirate, if you will. A conspiracy. A conspir- are involved in a federal lawsuit against the Small Business Administration and its administrators for what they see as an unfair disbursement of the Restaurant Revitalization Fund grants. And why do they think it was unfair? Well, Stagger Inn, Harry Buffalo, and the other bar, that's that one that's independently owned on Wall Street, uh, are in a joint oh, complaint right. saying the feds give, they gave preference to minorities and women-led businesses, and they want comp- compensation and punitive damages covered. Because that's unfair. We should all be traded equally. Okay. That's what they're saying. Are we supposed to comment on that? <laughs> so I, in my two minutes of research, I have a little bit of context on this. Lay so the story, as I understand it, was when uh, Trump was in office and they were doing these uh, these grants, there were rumors or stories, maybe substantiated, that women and minority-led businesses were having trouble getting through that system to mm. receive the grants. So when Biden took office... They spe- the Small Business Administration was specifically directed by that administration to help those people first or have them take priority. Is that because women and minorities can't read the stuff online? Like, why, what makes it harder? I, I don't know. 
Yeah. I don't know. I so, don't either. So he originally directed those organizations to take priority. That was struck down, I guess, in a lawsuit shortly after, which kind of makes sense why that wouldn't be necessarily allowed. So if that was already struck down in a lawsuit... Right, like it, it stands to reason that these three bars downtown, whoever else they're with on this class action suit, could yeah. probably get some money from it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, if the argument is based on the fact that they were not allowed funds based on, I don't know if I want to go down that road, but if they were, they for were whatever reason, they were not allowed to discriminated against because right. they're white men, then they may have an argument oh there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> It's hard to be a white man in 2020s. It's the worst. Is what they tell me. <laughs> the white the white men tell me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you want to hear the most read stories of our, of the year on bungalow.com? Good, because I was going to tell you anyway. <laughs> yeah. What, what if I had said no? It would be the worst improv partner ever. <laughs> That's all right. Yes and no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the most read stories starting at number 10. Bubba Lou's closing in Winter Park. Mm-hmm. That was the 10th. Most read. So Bubba Lou's closed, and the owner notoriously uh, blamed it on people not wanting to work. He said, people don't want to work. We're out of luck. We're going to close down. Uh, good luck with that. My favorite worst argument of the year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got the preliminary Lake Eola Park designs, because they're doing a big old master plan of Lake Eola. That was number nine. Is that number nine? That's, That's number nine. Very exciting. Uh, we were the first people to leak that too, so I was very excited. I was screen capping a Zoom meeting. <laughs> I did say leak. Uh, there's a new pink shop it's called Gasp in Winter Park. That was number eight. A pink shop? Yeah. So it's not like they sell pink. It's it's this little <laughs> house on just off Park Avenue, over by the Paniera. They painted the whole exterior pink, and it's a little retail shop. They called it Gasp. Winter Park. Okay. Like what you would do if you saw a, a pink, pink house. Right. <gasps> Gasp. Did they, they didn't get any pushback? Because it seems like every time somebody tries to do something a little different on Park Ave, they get a, get pushback. <laughs> I don't know how they did that because the the porch, which isn't even on Park Avenue, painted their window. Do you remember that? The, f- the yeah, front of the building was like this mm-hmm. wraparound deco that said the porch. It actually looked really cool. Uh, and they were told they couldn't do that. It was yeah. too big of a sign. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Somebody knew somebody. They somebody. pulled a Mitzi Maxwell. And got some, uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe they knew Mitzi Maxwell. I don't know. Or maybe she fought for them. Who knows? It, nope. it looks. I've only seen the pictures, but it looks cute, though. It's cute. When I got there, they didn't have much stuff. I haven't been in a while since the opening, so I should go back and see what they have now. They don't need it. They're painted pink. Yeah, that's all you need. There's a big old pink. It's like a vagina house. All right. I can say that on the number radio, eight. Right? Number. Well, that was number eight. Number seven. Ooh, the beer's that was number kicking eight. in. Beer's kicking in. My face is dumb. <laughs> number B. <laughs> number seven. Plans submitted for the Fashion Square Mall. So we finally got oh, yeah. to see what the owners of the property. Or no. It's the owners of the property and then the owners of the mall are two different people. And the owners of the mall are just dragging their feet. But the owners of the property who have more money are like... Hold my beer. Yeah, hold my beer. This is what we want to do. So it looks like that's moving forward. It looks Things pretty cool. It's got a little park and all this all this jazz. A little park in the middle. Although a lot of people, like our friends over at Orlando Yimby, 
Which means yes in my backyard. Yes, I got, I got that. <laughs> Provocative city planning terms. <laughs> uh, are saying it doesn't have enough affordable housing oh, components. Well that, that's something to look at, right? Does it have a hot topic? So that's the... <laughs> that's, or an Auntie Anne's. Right? We need Macy's, big pretzels. And Macy's is staying. Macy's will stay because somebody else owns that property. I don't know. Number six, a new meat and seafood market opens in Winter Park. That's Wild Fork. And it's owned by the biggest meat monopoly group in Wait the a world. St- this was the number six story of 2021? Wild on- Fork opening in Winter Park. Because they have kangaroo meat. Oh, I got, see. Because like, they... Just weird things. Probably long pig, which is, is people. Which it's is a long pig? Long, is that what you said? That's, that's long what cannibals call, call human meat. Oh, I, I see. It's long pig. When, when I lived, uh, when I lived in I was Germany, there was this big rumor that uh, that Burger King used kangaroo meat. It, 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 so apparently, expensive. it seems like it would be more expensive. Yeah, they're using soy. They're so it's probably it. a lie, right? I would think. Uh-huh. Germans, notorious liars. <laughs> uh, number five, new bus service, Flix Bus, is connecting Orlando to the Gulf Coast for just under $10. That's a $10 recent story, tickets. too, right? Uh, Ish. I don't know, mid-year. Oh, all right. You can, if you want to see I just when I wrote it. about it, go to bungalow.com. <laughs> $10 to get to Tampa. I cool. would do that. No, I, I, would, I would, too. Absolutely. $10 can you drink bus? while you go? Is it, I, yeah, is it a drunk bus? If there's a stop, I'll definitely be smoking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so is that that's different than those double decker ones where it's like one dollar to get from yes, here to Miami? Yes, but those are cool too. Yeah, why not? I don't know if I would do that. I I see them driving sometimes. I feel I a mean buck. Yeah, there's things like Spirit Airlines where it's like it, there's such a thing as something being too inexpensive. Like yeah, I would like a plane flight to be at least fifty dollars. Like yes, I don't use gas if it's too cheap. You yeah, I mean? same thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. I want three dollars for my gallon. Yeah. Double yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Parliament House reopening in downtown Orlando. That was number four. Yep, we broke that story. What? And we're still waiting. Anyway, number three. Well, they have to do a lot of work. <laughs> a lot of work. They're very, they're very busy. They're gutting it. It's, there's nothing it weird happening. It was made into independent little rooms. You know, little. They had all those dividers. It's. Scotty. I. I do, put a I do find it amazing patio. how many people are just are ready for it. When I mean, there was there was so much sketchiness leading up to the demolition yeah. of that building, and now they're still like, "Oh, we're with you. We're with you." Can you? I actually and, think the sketchiness of Parliament House is what made it so attractive to gay men for so long. Like. I just watched this great thing about the future of gay bars being that they're queer venues versus just for gay men. You know, like it's sure queer that makes oriented. Sense. We can say that because we're gay. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's not discriminatory. Mike can't say it. Mike can't say it. Okay. We can say it. All right. <laughs> Unless you're pretending you're an old British man, you're like, oh, queer. <laughs> <laughs> um, the but they, the, the beauty of Parliament House was that there was a little bit of discretion, right? Because it was a hotel and, and you could get like straight businessmen who wanted to go there and hang out all day. They'd get a room, like dabble in the gay world and then go home to their wives. I don't know if that's the beauty of the scenario, well, but that I, was I, a big I, I part guess, of the... I guess I'm not seeing your connection though, because really, the, really the, the beauty or what the, the history of it... Is, is not going to be in that new place because right, that is what you would call like the, the queer venue where where it is for everybody, basically. 
right? When on the periphery, or you mean if it's downtown? If it's downtown, yeah. no, no, no. If they're opening it today, what are you that, I'm drunk. I'm drunk. I'm going to admit <laughs> it right now. I had too much to drink. Tell me. Now, Parliament House inherited the history of you know back when we we people needed to be in the closet, so they were going there yeah. for. You know, for Business you know, anonymous strips. sex yeah. and you know, playing balcony bingo and all that jazz. Balcony. So what you're describing as a queer bar, that makes sense, right? Right. Because these venues do need to adapt. They're still the safe spaces for us to go to be ourselves. Um, but does that mean that without new place it? is going to be a? It's going to be a different thing if it it's ever. It's very opens. conspicuous, right? Right. It's the heart of downtown. This yeah. new space, and so everyone will see it. Everyone will see you going in. Um, right. I don't know. I don't. The, I got, it'll and, just be interesting. Is that still Parliament House? Why can't they just call it something different? No, I, th- I think they should call it something different. I agree. And, and I also, you know, I'm, I, it makes me, honestly, the corner that it's on and the part of downtown that it's on, it makes me a little nervous about what could happen. Yeah, I get the it. Crowd's, the crowd's interesting late at night. That's the corner where I hung out in a dumpster during a merce. We were, as, we as were. a merman. I was a, a merman for two nights. And, and on that second night, on Saturday, it was crazy. It was crazy. I did, I, there were moments I did not feel safe. Um, I know what you're talking about. I was a merman keeper for a couple of nights, the same time frame. Merman tender. Number three, most read article. The dun, new, dun, dun. This is kind of an anticlimax, this list. Oh, is it? Number okay. one is not great, so I, I don't understand. <laughs> so number three is the new food hall opening in downtown Orlando. This was this, It's being built in the SunTrust building behind Wahlburgers. There's a new food oh, hall Oh, right. When is that supposed That to should happen? be done any minute. Okay. I think okay. They, they had made a lot of progress last time I was downtown, so I should go look. Um, number two is Guy Fieri opening Chicken Guy location in Winter Park. Should be one. Mike, Mike, Mike has something to say about this. No, no, no it just should be one. <laughs> I'm a little a big surprised. Fan. He's not, a big fan. It did really well. We went there for the opening. You had the food, Mike. I did. What I, did you think? So, yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan of the chicken itself. Okay. I think the draw of it to me is the sauce. Like the... Because there's like 20 different yeah. sauces. Yeah. All right. Because I... I I've been there before at the Disney Springs location, so I was like familiar with the food in general. I'm not uh-huh. crazy about the chicken. So, what the, the kids are calling it—the chicken strip or the other thing, which I can't see on say on here. Are you not allowed to say? I don't that? think so. But I'm not going to risk it. <laughs> <laughs> the rooster block. Is you were right. It say. is hard to be a white man, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> they. Um, Kids are saying you start there, you get all your sauces, you get as many sauces as you want from Chicken oh. Guy, and then you hit the other fried chicken places that are that on the stretch of seventeen ninety two. So yeah. PDQ, Popeyes, Publix. I think there's two more, and I can't remember uh, what they're. Yeah. Oh, the Chick- one that shall not be named. Right. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. we're. No. That, yeah. That makes sense. Gay. Yeah. Two, no, two and a half of us are. Yeah. yeah. And then Magnolia. Magnolia. Number one is Magnolia in downtown Orlando closed until further notice, which I'm surprised it's number one because I didn't see that Magnolia is a very popular bar. But I think it was the scenario around why it closed in that Magnolia for a long time. And what's the bar next to it? The Harp? We're kind of known for being a little smelly for so, like a year, right? Yes. And it's because it's an older building, and they, yeah, both of those venues, uh, Scotty, they can't hear you unless the microphone's oh, in front of your face. We didn't go for a while, all right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because they shared a sewer line, and so it would often overload. They weren't designed to be, you know, 
accommodating that many people eating bangers and mash and mm-hmm. drinking their beers. And so, well, and they have curry nights too, and I'm I would imagine that's a huge demand on the. So they'd the overload. <laughs> they'd overload, and, yeah. and it would like flood with sewage in, in there, and then they'd just hose it down and open the next day, and it would do it all again. And so the landlord kind of was like, "Well, sue me. If you want so, this fixed, you got to sue me." I mean, so, so that so so Mike and I had that experience. We were walking in there one day, and like wow, fart. and for like we oh, it was worse than a fart. And like for weeks, we couldn't even look <laughs> at the accidental. building without having that like olfactory memory. But it's fine now in there. But it, is that because there is less stress on the steward system because of uh, the they Magnolia fixed it? Thing the, the people on the harp side uh, put in their own sewer system. So yeah, their own pipe. That's where um, Mike and I go to watch the Liverpool games, or as we like to call them, the Reds. Okay. That's too strange. Everybody to know. <laughs> if you want to join them, go say hi to them there. Scotty's got a nice chin, and uh, Mike's got beautiful, lustrous hair. So yeah, you'll find us together. You'll you'll, know, find you'll, them. you'll see us. Yeah, businesses we lost in 2021 was another roundup that we did. Finn Henry's, Cleo's Lounge, Sound Bar, the New Standard, Bubble Loo's, Old Hearth at East End Market, Ferris and Foster's. That's that chocolate place in Baldwin Park. Haber Orlando, which was like, I think it was Jordan. I feel partially responsible Lebanese. because I didn't go to any of these any places. Of these, the Baconless yeah. Wendy's across from Advent Health. Yeah, I, I was surprised that lasted as long as it did, to be honest. Coco Bar and Tapas, which I have a story about them. Man. Do you remember? We went there for the opening. They had us record a, an episode there. And the chef was this gorgeous German gladiator of a man. Like, I could not handle how attractive he was. And then it turned out he had to go back to Mexico because he turned out to have a criminal past or something. Like, well, so I, he ran away. And, I, th- I and think I think that tracks for your attractions, to be honest with I you. I like a bad boy. Yeah. Bad boy is for sure. Uh, Luma on Park, which closed because they got in a in a fight with their landowners, which continued on after they closed, apparently. And Rustique College Park, Winter Park Fish Company, which closed temporarily in brackets because they did, they built a, they enclosed their patio without a, a work permit. No, you have to have permits. They're, yeah. they're, they're not the only ones in the area who are in trouble for doing something like that, Ooh. right? Isn't uh, Iron Cow... That's an interesting one, and I don't know how much I want to get into that Okay, because I don't want him to text me. (laughs) (laughs) I'll show you his text later. It's very that that apparently is the city tried to shut them down because during the pandemic they built they had parking spaces out back. They Mm -hmm. turned that into a pop up space, like a like more seating. Okay, and through. And then the city said they took away too many of their parking spaces, and so oh boy. they could they had to shut down, or they tried to get their liquor license permit pulled. It was really weird and convoluted. Okay, um, and I don't know enough about it to speak on it fully. I, that was crazy. I, obviously, I don't either. I just no. you know, decided to throw it out there. <laughs> uh, if you want to see new restaurant bar concepts that are coming in twenty twenty two, probably yes. you can go to bungalore com too. Orlando Museum of Art is hosting a special dinner with the renowned photographer Clyde Butcher. I love on, his stuff. On January 7th at 6 p.m. If you've got $300 extra dollars, 
to, to donate to the Orlando Museum of Art, you'll be treated with the pleasure of having a dinner with this amazing photographer. He shoots a lot of uh, Everglades stuff. Yeah, Everglades, and his wife is a photographer as well. You can follow her stuff. They're, they're, they're Where did adorable. we see him speak? Yeah, we went somewhere. I, we actually traveled to like go Naples or something. Yeah, Naples. I think I think oh is right. Gosh, and just, uh, saw the boat. The two of them were um, they were wonderful on stage. Gregarious, they, yeah, very very fun. And they have a. It's a lovely story about how he got into photography was through mourning for uh, when his son passed away. And they have an exhibition of his work, like on large format pieces. Yeah. So, you, so you'd be surrounded by these large format photo- photographs of the Everglades. Yep. Uh, Advent Health bought Holy Land. If, if you want to see what they have planned for the Holy Land property, you can see it over on bungalore.com. It's basically going to be another health campus. I am very hopeful that they will have one more estate sale before it goes away. But they are getting rid of the Coliseum. They are. The, Did you see those comments? Yeah, like, but it's also, I mean, I'm as disappointed as anyone else. No Coliseum, no Noah's Ark Children's Playground, no Crucifixion Parade. But what are they going to do with all those things? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, I want some of it, too. Yeah. I so, met um, I met Jesus at a Kobe once, the guy who played Jesus <laughs> at I Holy met Land. Jesus <laughs> at a Kobe once. <laughs> He made wine for me. So here's my other question. Say it and then we got to go. Actually, I didn't say it in my first question. Say your question then we got to so go. So this is just my question. Uh, how many of these like medical things do we need? I just, they want it just like, keeps going. It's like eventually the whole city will just be like a hospital. Well, ooh. well, the trend is for like parks at every 15 minutes, like 15-minute walks to parks. I'm assuming they want a hospital or emergency room in almost every neighborhood. Well, I think they should. There are other amenities that they should look at, like libraries, which is build a uh, library into the hospital. What's that? Build a library in the hospital. Oh, and with <laughs> that, we got to go. Thanks so much, Mike. What and an Scotty, innovative for, idea for being on the show. Thanks Thank for you. having us. Thanks Brenda. to Dead Words Brewing, uh, or just it just yeah, it is brewing for having us, and it's been amazing. We love your beers, and I can't wait to see this place full. And come on and check it out, y'all. Happy New Year.